nobody really has ever had colder ice. I'm so precise. I can be talking about nothing to fit on the Volvo Priceless Road tonight. BP fam, what's up, you guys? Your girl Shiro is back with season three, and oh my gosh, it's only getting better from here. Uh, I have a special guest with us, and you guys are in for a treat. Okay, so definitely. Stay tuned for what is coming. First of all, you guys, how have you been? How is everything going? Hopefully, you guys are doing well and you are ready to get back into the Kenyan plug. So, as I've told you guys, we have a special, special guest. We have Jinx with us today. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? What's up, plugs? <laughs> welcome, welcome. The plug fam is happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, it's such an honor, such an honor and a pleasure. So, yeah. if you guys are under a rock, or if you have not, or if you don't know who Jinx is, um, oh my gosh, I don't know. But Jinx is definitely one of those guys that you should know, especially if you're in the artist realm, just in Kenya, period. Everybody in Kenya should know who Jinx is. And if for uh, the listeners... I'm not that important. <laughs> No, but I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. The gas, this is this is the KM plug, you know? So we, we got gas for you. <laughs> I feel you. Yes, but otherwise, no, Jinx is that important, guys. Definitely one of the people to know in the entertainment industry. Um, I don't I don't like to give people their intro, so I'll go I'm gonna let you do your thing. Uh well, I'm I'm a broadcaster out here in Kenya. You know, I work in, in radio. I was also a very early adapter of um, podcasts. And, uh, you know, I work with artists as far as A&R, management. Um, you know, I also work in the event space as a consultant. And, yeah, man, just pretty much entertainment. Uh, that's me out here in Kenya. I've been grinding it out for about a decade now, maybe a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically Jinx in a in a nutshell. Nice, and then tries to play it off like, oh, I, I appreciate the humble, the, <laughs> being humble. Yeah, so radio host, A and R, Vice Life. I mean, TNT. It's I mean, good gracious, it's so many things. Um, you know, I had a good run with Homeboys first of all, but um, after after Radio Africa, um kind of like acquired the station and I I started interacting with with guys like PQ and and Pete Sinclair who's the you know those are CEO and and group PC at, at Radio Africa um you know I just started thinking about you know my own legacy and my own story and and my own platform and you know since they could they could offer me that at Kiss um you know what I, I did some good work at Homeboys as as like a sidekick almost because the jump mm-hmm. off is always going to be Corrine's thing, you know. So as as much as I did to add on to it, it's never going to be mine. And so when I, when I got the opportunity to to build my own platform at Kiss, you know, I I, I jumped at it. Yes, it's, I mean, who who doesn't want creative control? Yeah, and and not just create. Nah, actually, all the I had all the creative control at, at the homeboys, but really, I just wanted something for myself. <laughs> it was a little bit selfish. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There is yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. what's up. That's congratulations are in order. <laughs> Thank you. In order, that is what's up. So you guys are still going and everything. 
Yeah, I mean, I've been working from home, um, and and ever since this pandemic started, uh, you know, I I started this mission of interviewing as many artists as I can from all over the globe, since everyone is just at the crib chilling. Yeah. And so I've been I've been doing I've been doing a series of interviews daily, and uh, it's been dope, man. I've been, I've talked to guys from South Africa, Ghana, Kenya, Uganda, you know, even Los Angeles. And you know now I'm yeah. now I'm looking at Asia and Europe, um, and 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 that's really what I've been doing. I've just been trying to connect with as many artists as I can because I know that they are going through a hard time, and they can offer a platform and as well have some human interaction because you know I'm just stuck in the crib for the most part. Exactly, and you get to do what you love, anyways. Yeah, that's the beauty of of this thing. Like the creatives still get to create. Yeah. So that's the that's the dope part about it. So who? Um. Yeah. Like I don't even. I don't want to even go there yet. Let's just save all of that stuff. Okay. I wanted us to do a small icebreaker, mm-hmm. and it's basically we're going to discuss the things that are happening right now in Kenya. There's a couple of things happening, but the the number one debate that has been taking place would most will be this um Femi One conversation with um. I forget her name, is it? Uh, I can't even say As, as Aziad, something. I also, yeah. Aziad. I don't know the name yes. pretty well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's crazy because, like, the we know her face, but we definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is her name, is her name circulating like it's supposed to? Yeah, I mean, she, she had some significant impact to the with the viral video but i told i thought i thought the argument was was pretty dumb because you know people were trying to take credit away from femi one basically saying if it wasn't for the tiktok video then this song wouldn't be as as big which i think is bs absolutely no let's set it up real quick yeah so femi one drops a new song it, it goes i mean like Oh my gosh! Okay, so everyone drops a song with uh with major uh, with major Utawezana, mm-hmm. and I don't I think Aziad Aziad Nasenya mm-hmm. can't I can't really say her name. Um, she goes on TikTok and she does a TikTok video for it, posts it, and it goes viral. Yep. And um, now the debate is that she should be getting some kind of payment for making the song and the video go viral but you know like we all know that the song was already hot she decided to do the tiktok like we cannot we cannot pay everybody that decides to do a dance to a hot song you know yeah plus just that's just not how the music business works you feel me yeah you're you're on tiktok which is already licensing music all the majors have agreements with tiktok so as as users on the on the platform you're already benefiting from using the music for free because mm-hmm. artists can actually charge you to you know to make content using their music it's licensing you know okay. so that's one thing and then um when when you make a, a viral video we see viral videos every day on the internet who pays who pays those people no one exactly. no one gets paid to go viral but it's something you could leverage you know to create opportunities for yourself if you're smart but it's really dumb to think that um since she made a viral video femi one's oh uh femi one owes her money or whatever that's that's crazy 
I think um like the only person that ever got paid was uh Shiggy when he did the Shiggy dance to Drake, and he didn't. But that's like, and and yo, yo, that's a that's a good example. He didn't get paid for for the dance, nah. He got paid to be in the video and to go on tour with Drake. Mm -hmm. So you know, an opportunity arised from from the from the video going viral. And who's not to say that Femi Wan and Aziad are gonna collaborate on something in the future and make some money together? You know. <laughs> to say absolutely correct but if they push the issue it can be a turn off you know yeah so i think I, as long as she's not the one who started the argument or the debate then it's cool now nah, it was just it's, yeah it was just the internet and i thought i thought it was really dumb man and uh, i was just like people maybe need to get a little bit more perspective on how the business actually works before you just you know start spewing such um bs yeah, that would never happen. That would never happen. That's not how it goes. Yeah, mm. copyright issues are real. Like, if if she had did this video off of TikTok and and the same argument was going on, the copyrights could have been, like, could have been a copyright issue. Yeah, yeah. If you, if she didn't so. have approval to use the record, yeah, you're you're right. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I think if people just realize all of the background and stop thinking, and then nobody decides what what video goes viral anyway. Yep. You know, like a video just goes, but she did it for fun. It just happened to go viral. Yep, and it's gonna help her. Uh, you know, her online profile is popping. And probably her TikTok has millions of followers. I don't know. I'm not on TikTok, but you know, she she probably blew up on on the platform, and she could use that to leverage other opportunities. And she has. She's been getting super opportunity. Like I've noticed lately, she's been on a lot of things. Yeah, there you go. She's been sponsored by new things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can't you can't say that her bag is not getting bigger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> her bag is definitely getting bigger. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So Kenya, 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 Kenya. So how do you feel about this? Um, another thing that's been hot has been this um, this hundred million that the artists and the like that they're supposed to be getting like new payments now mm -hmm. and monthly payments how do you feel about that uh i mean it's just simple there's never been accountability when it comes to you know creatives getting paid from the government and even the government creating uh an environment or you know putting policy or structures in place that protect the creatives so i don't really expect much you know i still expect inefficiency with the distribution of this money i expect corruption um I, you know i expect mismanagement of funds and so i'm not too excited about the the 100 million to be honest with you oh my god and they're estimating that like the entertainment and like the content creation field is going to be like averaging like two billion if they if they were if they were probably getting paid mm -hmm. do you think like content creators can single-handedly like boost the economy yeah i mean there's the content creators generate a whole lot of fucking money but the way that the system is set up it, it works against them because all these mm. all these media uh conglomerates pay pay a, a tariff like i think for for the national uh commercial radio i think they pay about one million shillings a year uh for you know to to play music you know to, wow. to get a license so if you think about how many commercial national radio stations are there you know that's already maybe a hundred million and up 
and you know if if only that money was accounted for better artists would have been way more comfortable because really the back end why do you think people want to own their masters and it's it's because of royalties it's because of licensing but when those structures don't work here then you know you could be you could own all the masters you want in Kenya it doesn't really mean nothing that's ridiculous yeah absolutely ridiculous it's 2020 like this should not even be conversation i mean come on man is i think that the only way to to get out of this thing is is to really um sort of like privatize uh, the process but you know when when you talk to artists because there's a there's a clear solution here mm. you just withdraw from the cmos just say listen i don't want you to represent me because without the artists then what does mcsk priskin camp do because they need the artists just withdraw from the organization say okay um we no longer want you to represent us and go sign with a international uh, performing rights organization like ASCAP or BMI or whatever there's plenty you know uh, multinational performance rights organization that can still collect your money for you exactly a lot of people are actually switching like some people I'm speaking to are doing the BMI exactly um but it's still a lot of challenges because a lot of people don't even know about that option. Yeah, true. So so it, it leaves them like okay, so I only know about KMO, I know I only know about Kenya's, you know, way of doing mm-hmm. things. So how do I get in touch with you know, how, how do I even explore the BMI and and all of these other international opportunity and, you know and that comes from a, from a lack of leadership within the industry and and a, a lot of a lot of infighting you know a lot of a lot of ego because what you need to understand with with how our our industry works it's it's sort of like a, a cottage industry if you if you if you mm. understand so a cottage industry is basically um a system where everyone does what works for them there's no there's no regulation uh. there's no industry standard um if you know if you look at the majority of the globe right now everyone is dropping music on fridays there's sort of like a system in, you know in kenya it's haywire you know you'll see singles dropping on monday others dropping on wednesday um you know like there's there's clearly no kind of unified no yeah way of of doing things amongst the artists themselves and that's what uh, the, you know the, the cmos like they like that they could pit artists against each other give one artist a seat at the table like a director or on the board or something and then some artists are cool but others are not and it, it's just weird the the amount of greed is is too much and the amount of corruption is like way too much the music industry entertainment industry is already savage mm-hmm. you know like anywhere it doesn't matter like if it's kenya wherever so the idea of having to deal with that and then you have to deal with corruption with with all over mm-hmm. the place with the management issues the pr you get it's so many like people that are after so many things mm-hmm. that it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous i agree and you know one of my things is like i really love music I really 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 love music and I cannot wait. I've been wanting like to get a label. I know it's not easy, but it definitely is one of those things because like last year when I was doing an artist plug or maybe I think it was just the Kenya plug I was just plugging. Um United Masters 
was one of the things that I plugged. Do you know about that? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to to Steve Stout. There yeah. you go. Yes, yes. And um, all you need is is like an iPhone, and you can get all your stuff distributed on Apple Music. You know, Spotify. Like yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's so easy to circumvent the structures uh, that are there. It's so easy, but it, it would just take some leadership and some unity amongst the artist community, and you you could actually you could actually you know get the start getting the back end and and really have a, a proper game. But you know, uh, some people talk. It happens in clusters. It happens in in certain circles in certain groups but you know uh i don't i don't know what it's going to take to get the whole game together oh my gosh oh they need a they need we need a spokesperson <laughs> we need a spoke a leader yeah a leader yeah, so yeah, we need a leader this is your it's your time <laughs> i mean yeah i'm trying i'm i'm definitely trying and I, and i'm you know i'm i'm playing my part with uh with my company africa beat analytics Yeah. Uh, which, which which I co-founded um you know with my partner Musheru and you know we're basically a tech company that's looking for music business solutions and um you know one of the things we're we're working on is a rights database mm. and I've been talking to I've been talking to MDQ recently about this too and you know she seems to think we should integrate blockchain technology on the with the rights database in such a way that an artist can access their residuals at any point based off you know their their listenership or you know their rotation or whatever oh. but it would need it would need some it would need some agreements with all the the broadcast media but where where still you know we would leak so much revenue is you know all the businesses pay a public performance license So, so and it's and it's a lot of money so all the all the all the ta- all the cabs taxis you know uh, every shop you see every restaurant every basically every kind of business pays that plays music pays a p- public performance license now mm-hmm. accessing that money is what's tough because that's what the government has mandate over mm. but i know i know at least with with streaming and w- with broadcast like tv and radio we could we could work something out with with blockchain and and uh, and a tariff that makes sense wow so there's definitely some um some legal work that has to go in there some 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 understanding Richard. of all of the politics that comes with all of that yeah and you know it's more power to, more power to you i can't wait i know it's possible i know you can do it um and it can you need it like this would be this is this is what you've been working for this whole decade and, and plus like if you are yeah. able to get all these like artists away in and actually put Kenya's music on the map properly like mm-hmm. it would be amazing because I, I I've always wondered like and I'll go around like we did Afro Nation even Afro Nation even, even though Afro Nation was cancelled and everything I still went to Puerto Rico I still got to meet some people um Dope. and they were like 
put me on to some Kenyan music, you know, put me on to some Kenyan music, and I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. so I'm, I double the cup, I double the dose, I think I created my own beverage, dirty my cup, I'm starting to doze, that muddy be coming, my soul preference, pour the foes, the fan ass foes, I triple the dose, I'm so reckless, tip it alone, I fucking your hoe, you bitch, you be loving the slow man. Hey, I yeah. double the cup, I double the dose, I think I created my own beverage, dirty my cup, I'm starting to doze, the muddy be coming, my soul preference, pour the foes. I to put them on to some music, but you can tell, like, you can tell because there's a problem here, there's a problem here because if Nigeria and all of these other countries are able to mass produce music at this rate videos, like, you can just tell that there's a disconnect with whatever's happening because it's not like Kenya's music is lacking, it's just the opportunities are less or something, it's like something is... No, 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 Nigeria is a perfect example of, of what should be done here, mm. um it, like I said, man, it, it takes leadership. And when you look at people like like Bunky W and um, uh, what's bro's name, uh, Don Jazzy, yeah. and, and uh, you know, there's some key guys who really who really set the tone and and made people realize what's possible. And Nigerians naturally are very aggressive. You know, so wherever <laughs> they wherever they are. You know, anywhere in the globe, you'll feel their presence and they'll Absolutely. support, you know, they'll support what's theirs aggressively. And that's helped them. Couple that with some business acumen and leadership. And that's why they're taking over. It's not rocket science. It can actually be done. And they're still having issues back in Nigeria with um, with their CMOs. Oh. I think one is called Koson or whatever. But they've, they've also found a way of circumventing that. You know, they're not entirely dependent on that. They're still taking over the world, and with with some some discrepancies back at home. This is true. This is true. But they have yeah. more international help, though. What because do you mean? They are like okay, so like uh, Adevido can mm-hmm. put one of his guys on based on mm-hmm. his international market. Yeah, but how did it start? Yeah, there's a starting point, you know? but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, who who is the person that's going to grab out and reach out to Kenya from international, like international, like other than like King Kaka As of now, and, and yeah. As of now, it looks like Saudi Soul. Um, I like how I like how they're running Soul Generation Records. I think um, it has the potential to to have some form of blueprint for for the international um, dominance for mm. for Kenyan acts. So Saudi Soul, great potential. Where we, where we, where we really messed up. I mean, not us, but you know, the missed opportunity was Camp Mula. to be that was supposed to be our ticket you know um they were all over the the globe mtv bt mobile awards name it they were there and um you know at, at the time cat mula were even bigger than whisket or almost at the same level i want to say bigger everyone <laughs> yeah i was who was i interviewing the other day um might have been ladipo out of nigeria oh nice i've been interviewing a lot of guys 
and I think yeah, I think it was Ladipo. And at the end of the interview, he says, and shout out to Camp Mula. You know, I've been, I, was, I was a fan. I'm, I was like, Jesus Christ. You know, it's 2020 and someone is saying, and shout out to Camp Mula. For real. But see, it's ridiculous. Because, because before I started this Kenyan Plus podcast, which was 2000, the end of 2018, that mm-hmm. was the last representation. Because like I, on the show, I've said, I, I did, I would like, when I went to university, I disconnected with Kenya. Like I was not even thinking about what was happening in Kenya, so. Why did Why did you disconnect though? I mean, growing up, I grew up here, so I've been here since I was eight. I'm 26 now, 18 years, okay. and um, like it's just there was no push to be in touch with my Kenyan roots, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when I got out of college, out of university, I decided, okay, let me let me see, you know, what my culture is about because it's time to reconnect. But the the point is, like, the music, I did not even the last real representation of music was South Soul and Camp Mula. So when I got back into the music scene, I'm looking for Camp Mula, you know. So mm-hmm. that was in 2000. Like that's what I'm saying. This the last thing that people really know about in Kenya, like for real, is Camp Mula. And, yeah, and, they did their and thing. it's crazy when you're when you're not connected when you're not on the ground when you're not constantly looking yeah yeah they definitely have the opportunity to lead i'm seeing calligraph jones try now yeah. um uh you know it, it hasn't been the same level of impact internationally as as a camp Mula, but i think i think his heart is in the right place as far as trying to help the game elevate the game he's using his platform to you know to shed light on on some of these issues and and try and find solutions so i also want to big up cali for for what he's trying to do as well i'll play calligraph jones and people be like i don't even understand what he's saying but i know he's hot i'm a go-getter and i know better getting more cheddar because i'm so clever but i'm so fed up with these both fellas who be so jealous because they know sellers so tracks in the cold weather rocking no sweater in an old setup told mom she don't gotta work he'll and he'll tell you himself you know his his strongest um uh attribute is his flow it's yeah. not really the content you know he just you know he has a dope flow and he's confident he can't deny yeah that. Yeah. So, I mean, South Soul has been doing their thing. Calligraph has been doing his thing. Um, I mean, from like, there's a lot of underground artists that have so much heat, though. That's the thing, and it's 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 so upsetting that they cannot get the proper recognition because yeah, of all I feel, of that. I feel you. Yeah, it's just it pisses me off because if if I could play the music that I'm listening to from Kenya, like you'd be like, what the hell? you never even know like he was from Kenya because you're so used to hearing these people so okay okay another person that I thought was was also about to get crazy was Nightboy what what happened to Nightboy fuck yo yo (laughs) you are right because that two in one really took off Mm -hmm. what the hell happened to Nightboy I haven't even thought about this But I'm Jeez. saying it though. I'm saying it. It's a really tough business, yo. And, and like you said, man, Nightboy, Nightboy has been grinding for a long time. You know, I've known him since he was Rap Damu. Me and him actually did a, a course together at um at Shang Tao. Shang Tao is a school uh, where you know they have like a 
production course, some short production courses and, and animation courses. And that's where we met about 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. He's been yeah. grinding 10 years strong. Yeah. Breakout song. And, and then it's it's kind of quiet now. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But that's not right. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is the proper formula? Like, what is it? Because people are waiting for the moment that they're they're nationally known. The two-in-one was like a big one. That was a big one. That was big, so, yeah. Artists work for that moment. And then after that moment, it's gone. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, some, some people actually, and I'm not saying this about Naiboy, because, you know, I'm not sure what his situation is. For all we know, he might come back with another banger soon. But, you know, a, a, a lot of people are not prepared for that moment. You know, um, you, you, you think you are, you think that's, you know, that's all you need. You just need that one song to break and, and life will be good. But what you realize when you're in that position is, you know, if you if you haven't set up yourself right, like with the, with the right team, or you know, if you haven't figured out your system in a way that you can continue to deliver at that level, yeah, it's it's gonna be a short story. Wow, and I think Kenya's um, attention span is like so different. Mm-hmm. I feel like here we give people chances. I feel like over there, there's no chance. Like you have only one time to get it right. <laughs> Really? I don't know. I, I feel like it's. I feel like it's way. It's harsher. I mean, the the thing about the thing about it is, artists don't make as much money here, and I think the difference with with Kenya and in a market where you are in the U.S., you know, they make a shitload of money. So, uh, it's it's that fandom, you know, that obsession, is because of the success. It's because. You know, they got this big house and they got this Phantom and they got this Ferrari. And most of these things are facilitated by the label, by the way. It's not even that they really got that money, but, you know, labels can create that image where it's like, ooh, I really, you know, I look up to this guy. So the success factor is is a big thing because, yo, A-list artists in Kenya might be making... I don't know. They get paid how much a show? Maybe half a million. Wow. I want to say maybe. So maybe. Wow. In, so maybe in a year they make, they make maybe I don't know, ten million shillings. Maybe twenty. They don't even make a million dollars in a year. I don't think. Ridiculous. So so you know when you when you look at it from from that perspective, um, there's, there's yeah you know people just look at you like. Yo, you you'll never see like Kenyans act crazy when they see a celebrity. Like, oh, oh my God, it's such and such. It's like, ah, uh, you know, they'll just dap you up and keep it moving. And I, and I, and I think, and I think that money thing is a is a big part of that. Wow, my, I just I just don't get it. Other than the passion for me, that's why I feel like the the content is so good because you really have to be passionate for it to pursue it. Yeah. Facts. Oh, that's wild. That's wild. It pisses me off so bad, especially being on this end and seeing like a blue face mm. put one song out and be able to buy his, his mom's mansion. His whole life has changed off one record. Yeah. He's he's good for he's set for life. And it's a trash record. At that yeah, point. yeah, so, yeah. One trash ass record and blue face is popping. Meanwhile, Kenyan's producing the heat and yep. we can't even. Yep. Get the same fucking respect. It's yep. ridiculous. It's bad. Ah, 
but you know we move regardless mm-hmm. um yeah so shout out to all of the can artists for real for keeping keeping going like keeping it strong being your own incentive you know? yeah don't hey, yo, don't be discouraged do not be discouraged you know we can figure this thing out sauti solar taking over the globe you know they've set out a, a a blueprint they are our global ambassadors for the music business right now they're breaking down barriers you know we need to step up and and also deliver at the same level as sauti soul and possibly we could you know we could have that movement of of kenyan stars taking over the globe I'm 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 pushing it. I'm here to, to do whatever on my end. So yeah. like I'm yeah. here for it. Um I mean of course like but yeah, eventually eventually things will be different. And um yeah, Kenya Kenya will have his time. Yes, will have his time. Yes, um so talk to me about this A&R position like how do you feel about that how is it how did it come about mm-hmm. how do you feel about vice life like well um i've known timmy a long time uh mm-hmm. you know timmy timmy blanco is my guy and then uh bigs bigs who's been uh managing tnt prior you know now now we co-manage but he was the manager before i i, I got involved um me and bigs me and bigs have some interesting mutual friends and so when when the guys were doing their alchemist show mm-hmm. that was um was that last year i think that was mm-hmm. i think that was last year so when when they were doing the, the road to alchemist you know I, you know i went there and and me and bigs really had a you know um some time to 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 really talk about things and i've always been passionate about about hip hop and you know and and playing my position to help you know with my platform at homeboys of course i you know i did my thing there but you know sitting down with bigs and sharing ideas i could and and making that connection of of the history we share it just it just made sense to we started working on our relationship since that day and and as we continue to to get close um it just made sense man it was just one of those natural things i want to say cuz i here i am i have this network across the globe of of different artists different labels um you know uh, different media partners or whatever you want to say and i was like you know what i could actually use these um resources for something i believe in which is tnt and i strongly believe in that duo me in the broad tight i am not sipping on liquor but i'm on a fold and night my soda spike i'm really up in the field just ducking the cold but basically close your eyes i don't think nobody really has ever had colder ice i'm so precise i can be talking about nothing to fit on the volvo price let's roll the night them niggas acting like being with running your home and night she's so polite i say this thing i say this statement a lot the next big thing out of hip hop is coming from africa and i'm talking and i'm talking like drake big um Ooh. i think it's coming from africa you know we've seen in the states where this thing is from we've seen the west coast have their run east coast had their run the south had their run and you know from there toronto the had their run and then, you know from there we've also seen some guys from europe have a good run you know the skeptors of the world stormzy you know you know they they're having a good run we've even seen some asian rappers um the the rich chiggas in them 
and and BT, uh, you know, I, I don't even know their names, but you know, we're seeing we're seeing rappers from different parts of the globe really do numbers and really tour the globe. And I think the next the next frontier is definitely Africa when it comes to to, to hip hop. And it's so evident when you see someone like Nasty C being signed to Def Jam. It shows you that even the industry knows that okay, we've seen hip hop from from everywhere but Africa. Which doesn't even make sense. Yeah, so <laughs> so I think I think TNT um are set to to dominate globally and I'm doing I'm doing everything I can to to position them and, and to prepare them uh for that moment. They're super lucky to have you. Appreciate That's it. That's for sure. Appreciate it. Um yeah, like TNT is fire. TNT is fire. You can hear the lyricism. You can hear all of that. You can hear like that that kind of cockiness that every artist needs. You know, like yeah, they that, they can that. they can compete at the global stage. I think uh, I think is yeah, you know the as far as their beat selection, you know the their subject matter, how they approach music, their look. Their style, their, you know, and and even the vision when it comes to videos, you know, they come up with most of these concepts uh, for the videos. So, I think I think we 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 have a very good team there at Vice Life. You know, we have Sean who's a painter, and you're gonna be seeing a comic book that we're developing. Um, you know, we've got an EP that's dropping real soon, and you'll see some of some of Sean's work with the with animation that we're collaborating with some people. Uh, you know those are still in the works but um uh, yeah i'm i'm just really really excited to help these guys get to where they're destined to be that'll be fine yeah. that'll be super fun yeah. super super fun so yeah i can't wait to see what tnt has in store for us um so vice life is only that's tnt's the only artist so far yeah i mean we've we've signed um Oh, we're in talks. We're, we're just about to. It's pretty much done. But it's a it's a group of producers um, that that we work with almost exclusively right now. Um, ESN, and they they have the, it's a team of you know it's producers and and rappers and like it's just a whole it's like pro era. <laughs> Wow. And and we're we're working closely with these kids, and uh, you know we've got um Swahili Papi and you know Bahati Bookings, Woo! so it's 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 a lot of things percolating at, at Vice Life right now. Bahati um, Bookings is is um uh-huh. Swahili Papi and Evumbi. That's like their like like oh. their name collectively. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you might be. Um, I mean, I don't want to say it yet, but those are the guys that we're looking at to to add to the roster at um at, at, at Vice Life. <laughs> yeah, we do. We actually we actually do have a FMC as well, um, Bubble Bands uh, that that we're oh. that we're working on as well. And that, man, she's actually signed, and uh, so so Bubble Bands was supposed to be a 2020 project, but seeing how things are looking, it might be 2021. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but that's good. That's good. So we got some. Are you doing like? Is it all hip hop? Are you looking for some R and B acts? Yeah. I mean, running running a label. I don't want to waste anyone's time. Mm. And so for me, 
it's it's a matter of of really focusing on TNT at the moment. And um, the reason the the production team makes sense is because they're helping elevate TNT's performance because it is a a really really dope crew of producers. And so that's the focus. And once and once we get over that hump and and once we're really successful at that then you could look at okay what else can we do what else can this machine because right now we're just working on the machine you know we're we're adding parts we're oiling it we're figuring out you know how much gas we need how much you feel me and and, and once we have a, a running machine then we can be able to test different you know styles or different artists with, with the machine but i'll say as of now the focus is really tnt that's 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 what's yeah. up. That's what's up, and I appreciate that because you know there are a lot of people that will will think like, oh, let's start a label and let's get like ten, yeah, without even knowing that they successfully, you know, like rolled out mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. time. So I don't think I don't think it makes sense, especially as a young label, yeah. to like to like go off and and just sign. And t- yeah, and and tie a lot of people down with contracts, and then. You know, you can't deliver on on what you intended to, and then it's a whole mess. You can even get sued. Yeah, you can get yeah. sued. Mm, mm, mm. Too much, way too many, way too many ins and mm-hmm. outs. And this leads us to the next part of this, which is like, what? It, okay, so you were once a rapper, and you said, <laughs> I don't know if you did one that way anymore. Uh, I haven't. I haven't in. Uh, in some years but yeah i mean it's like riding a bike i think i could still i think i could still pull it off you guys get jinx on the track <laughs> yeah i might be able to to pull it off still okay so what do you think every artist should know like just like give them some pointers ah uh, yeah i mean my my three tips don't really change these are my these are my three tips for anybody really in the business first of all um, you know, you have to do your 10,000 hours. I don't give a fuck who you are. You know, most of y'all have just recorded your first song and think you're ready to be on the radio, think you're ready to be a star. You know, you you think the, the world revolves around you already and you came off the studio with one record. Sit your ass down. Um, <laughs> you got to do your... If you don't know what the... Sorry. Give them background. If you don't know what the ten thousand is, ten thousand hours. It takes ten thousand hours for you to master something, to master a skill. Exactly. So So, you don't take the ten thousand hours. mm -hmm. Get your ish together. Mm -hmm. So if you if you haven't been writing music for ten thousand hours, you're not ready yet. That's what I always say. You can always get better. You'll be at master at ten thousand hours. So that's the first thing. The second thing I always say is that, you know, you have to realize it's a business. Um, a lot of people, when, when, they're, when they're getting into this game, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun thing to do. And because you think you're just going to rap and the song is going to blow up and you're going to make a lot of money. But the actual work that has to be done for you to convert that song into cash, 
the actual grind it takes you know you, you really have to understand it and and really and really get to to the nitty-gritty of the game you know when it comes to touring and merchandise and now streaming and licensing and putting together shows you know because because being on stage is a production so how much time have you taken to to choreograph um this performance even if it's a 10 minute performance at the club how serious are you taking this 10 minutes because this can be that you know that chance you have to converting 50 people who can buy t-shirts or you know will stream your next album a thousand times so approaching it as a business and treating it with the level of respect it deserves is is something that not a lot of people do you know they, they look at it as a as a fun thing to do and you really have to get yeah, you really have to look at it as a business I want to chime in right quick mm-hmm. and say, even though you know the, um, the 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 back end of it, like you know, even though it's a lot of drama that goes into becoming an artist, especially in Kenya, I would say don't like think, oh, what are the chances of me getting hot? Like I don't have to do all of that. I don't have to practice in the mirror how I would perform. I don't have to sit down and write for ten thousand hours. I don't have to do all of these things because. At the end of the day, like the chances are slim of me getting here, but I'm going to do it anyways because I want to shoot my shot. But I don't know how prosperous or successful I'm going to be, so I'm not going to put that much work. Mm. In. And I think if that's um, how you live, if, if that's yeah, how you live your life, man, I'm I'm really sad. I'm really sad to hear that. <laughs> Basically, saying don't don't like half ass exactly. anything. If you're going to do something, all the all, all the way, all the way. And um, my third tip is always the team. Um, you can do it solo. Uh, there's no way of doing it solo. There's too many moving parts for this thing to actually work. And so um, you need to identify the guys that are gonna be with you for the long haul. And and all, and all and the team can learn as you go. You don't even have to hire professionals per se, but you have if you get people who are determined and people who really believe in you, um, you can figure it out together, you know? Uh, one of your friends can turn into a good road manager, perhaps, or, or, or your PR person, or, um, you feel me, or your manager. Uh, or maybe you have, you have a lawyer in the family that could dabble in entertainment law, or you feel me? So it's, it's, it's also about the team. And, 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 and you know, once you identify that team, uh, you look at this thing as a business and uh, you've put in your 10,000 hours, I think uh, you're on the right track. There's no friends in business either, yeah. guys. Like, don't think, oh, because my homie is doing this, we can hook up and you can get free opportunities and all of these things. Like, you have to continuously think, like, once you officially have something that you find valuable, it's officially worth something. Mm-hmm. And, and and everybody cannot just have it for free because, you know, they know you or they're cool with you. If you find something to be valuable that you have created, treat it as such. You're in line. That, that is real. That is real. So I wanted to talk about, like, do you think with the age of mm-hmm. social media, like, artists should be able to do more? 
like if you can go live mm-hmm. go live if you can go if you can do this like if you can do whatever you can if you want to start a challenge like just having a social presence do you think a social presence can elevate the Kenyan music industry yeah for sure man i mean it's a it's a block you know if 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 you're from the streets if you if you understand how uh streets function maybe if you're if you're moving packs you know you should just have your, you should just have your pack in every corner uh it, it increases increases your chance of of actually moving some so every corner available you need to understand how it works so tiktok you wouldn't find me on tiktok but you know i'm you know i'm i'm on emails talking to tiktok africa trying to figure out how the platform works and and how you know my guys could could use it you know i'm i'm personally you wouldn't find me doing tiktok videos but i'm trying to understand it um you know shrilla um you know instagram live snapchat whatever it is every single uh you really have to look into it and figure out the ins and outs and and also figure out how you can use it without uh, the integrity of your brand you know i have to say because certain things can look clownish and maybe doesn't doesn't connect with with your brand story but you could always you can always figure out mm. an angle uh so that you also don't just look like a sellout absolutely but this this sensation of wanting to go viral so bad and that's what i'm saying uh you know if if <laughs> if you're just trying to go viral i'd rather i'd rather convert five people with good content than than try so hard to go viral and 100 people look at me as a clown yeah mm. Mm. yeah because viral videos are not always like a successful thing they could like, be laughing at you not with you that goes viral there we go yeah so uh, for guys that be like oh i'm not social i'm not on twitter like that but you want people to know about your music like you want people to know about your stuff like it, you, whatever is comfortable mm-hmm. how you have to leave that alone as i feel like guys will not do certain things because they're like oh it's not my thing it's not my scene and i'm not saying sell yourself or like you know the the value yourself or dilute yourself but It, it is what it is you have to this is the age of social media like new opportunities present themselves mm-hmm. and then people don't want to shoot their shot and it's ridiculous you sure yeah, that is a big deal in mm-hmm. conclusion <laughs> as we wrap it up um like okay so you guys have gotten gems you guys have gotten gems you got three tips you've heard of what you should do which you know to kind of like kind of make yourself better as an artist or just sharpen yourself as an artist and i i think one thing people always seem to forget is that you really have to like go in you really have to go in on your on your skill and your and you have to be your yeah. own realist critic like i feel like people will, will go in the studio and they're like oh i got a hit and then you like you pass it along to your friends they tell you something and then you're like no i, I i'm good like i don't okay so talk to me about criticism like <clears throat> i mean criticism comes in different like, it, it comes in different ways how... and um you really have to okay let me say this then sometimes 
you know, criticism can be constructive. Sometimes it's it's hating. Sometimes um, the person criticizing doesn't have the information. Is also a bit naive on what he's criticizing, and and so it takes it takes different forms. Uh, what I always say is, you know, as an artist, if you've identified your sound, if you've worked at it for a long time, and you're comfortable, you know, with what you do. Um, then you'll always know constructive criticism. If if you're really self-aware mm-hmm. of your ability, and and you constantly mm. work at it, if you're not arrogant about your, you know, there's certain artists who think everything they do is gold, and so you know such a person can't take criticism well. But you know if if you realize that you could always improve. Um, and and you're always critiquing yourself. You're always trying to figure out what you're good at and what you're bad at. When you hear constructive criticism, you can identify with it. But that's on, that's only if you're confident enough in yourself to criticize yourself and realize that you're not the best. And remember this, man. I always hear this from Charlemagne, and I want to repeat it here. You're never as good as they say you are. And you're never as bad as they say you are. You're just who you are, and continue to work on yourself. Mm. Yes, sir. That's it. It's a never-ending thing. Yes, sir. You never have it. You never have it complete. And that's like artistry. Like it's never. It's mm-hmm. never like you never have the complete sound. That's why guys like mm-hmm. Drake, Jay Z, they'll take time out. They'll take time out. They'll make sure the sound is not like getting lost. Like you, you just have to really. And I like the keyword here is self awareness. Self awareness because if you are not self aware, like you're gonna fumble the bag. Even if you're, you're in line. the bag, you'll fumble the bag. That 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 is some real real tea right there. Um. So lastly is what. Lil- Lil Durk is my favorite rapper of 2020. Lil Durk, like, let me tell you something. Lil Durk (laughs) is so good. I think he just made it to my top 10 of all time. He just might. I'm going to give him some time. But Lil... We were together like 10 years ago. And I don't talk to a lot of niggas, but they still the bros. The one they ain't talked to like that back then, no, they still hoes. If some niggas try to have that hate, but that shit still show. Kirk is my guy. Like, out of these, out of these new kids coming up, like he's got um he's got a really, really sober perspective on what it takes to be a man and the transition from a street nigga to a businessman. And um like I I just fuck with him, man. I connect, I connect with his message. I think um uh, his growth and 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 I like this style. You know, it, it took me a while to get this singy rap, um, but but now that I get it, um, little Dirk has to be. I think he's my favorite uh, out of this movement. And uh, Road Wave and Road Wave. That's heavy on my Lil playlist Dirk too. Yeah, Road Road oh, Wave. Road Wave is heavy on my playlist right now. I like how he translates pain. I, I hear pain in his voice, not just the words, but the yeah. voice. I can hear it. I can feel it. Um, you know, he he's he, he, he takes me he takes me deep inside my head when, when I listen to Rod Wave. He's special. He's definitely special. Oh, what do you have against who? who oh. What do you have against Little Duck? 
but I heard, I heard. Yeah, you heard him on last name. Teacher just dropped yesterday. How hard? Uh, how hard is last name? Last I can go to sleep with my shit right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He came through on that one. I don't know. I don't know about Chicago rap. I really kind of took Chicago. Okay, so we hear we hear what you got going. Oh, on. Oh, and Ken, you know, I'm listening to too much TNT. Kids. Like we, you know, we have we have too much music to release. That um, uh, yeah, I've been bumping the EP a lot. <laughs> the EP people are yet to hear because I'm trying to I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out the marketing. Um, oh. uh, but here in Kenya, what else have I? Hmm, have I been? Oh yeah, I did give yeah, that one listen. I did give that one listen. Yeah, I give that one listen, and it was good. What? I watched the live as well. That was did fire. Yeah, after because I think um. He's one of the goats, so I had to give him his flowers, and uh, you know, let him know that that he's doing something great for uh, for the game. So, shout out to shout out to Nyshinsky. Yeah, but I did give um Lucky You a listen. I'm excited for the Saudi Soul album that's dropping June 5th. That's a, a day before my birthday, so I'm 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 looking forward to the Midnight Train. Um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to Nasty C's album. A lot, Zulu man with some power. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to see what Wizkid is gonna do. Uh, I'm I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued by by what he's gonna do next, especially with the position of Banner Boy in the game right now. Uh, and, and you know, people don't like to say it, but mm. hey, man, they're competing. It's it's just natural. Wizkid was the do you think the video no, is in his own lane? I think I think he's in I think he's in his own lane. I, I think he's a superstar, uh, but he doesn't have that uh I don't know what it is, you know. You you can't explain it. You know, that thing that can take you to number one. I don't think Davido has it, but he's special. You know, he's a superstar. But I don't think he can take it to, to the level Bunner Boy has or Whiskey once had. I don't think so. That's that's something, because a lot of people are credit uh, whiskey. I mean, I well, yeah, whiskey did it first, but the the video's next. The video like internationally, Burner Boy is still like nah. Burner Boy is in, in with the American, the American scene. scene. What are you talking about? That's all it takes. For one song though, it's like one song. Oh no no. See, at least the video, we got a couple songs. With kids, we have a couple of songs. Before, uh-huh. they don't even play yay before the quarantine. Uh, uh-huh. They don't even play yeah, 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 <laughs> in, um, in the freaking okay. club. They play. I mean, home. I might, I might, I might be wrong. I mean, based on, based on, on how I look at things, I think, I think Davido already hit his peak. That's just me. I think he hit his peak. He's getting some some dope. It feels like label collaborations, you know, uh, you know, working with with Summer Walker. Although I did like the Summer Walker joint because it didn't feel it didn't feel like he was pandering uh, to the states. There's a song he did with with Ray Shremmer, I think, and, and Young Thug, and it was horrible. It was such a horrible song. Cause he didn't do what he was good at, you know. He tried to do he tried to do the trap thing, and, and it was cringe. I was it's, like, yeah, "Bro, yeah, can you do some Afro beats or something?" Then, 
Dumb and Fabulous? fabulous. Oh, yeah. Whack, whack. Choosy. It's called Choosy. Choosy, yeah. choosy, choosy. Whack. Yeah, I'm very surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, that's um, no, that's trash. Yeah, I think sometimes he gets lost. And that's the thing, man. Look at the genuine chemistry, you know, he had with Ty Dolla Sign, with Drake, with Davido, man. It seems like these collaborations are kind of forced and it just doesn't come out great. Yeah. Mm, I agree. I do agree. And that and that is what you're saying when you say and and also that could also yeah. attribute to the fact that he might have yeah. not been ready. He might not have been ready. When you start doing things that you don't really know if they work for you, I feel like it's a reflection yeah. of you not really knowing how to handle your stardom. Because you're like, okay, you yeah. you want to collab? Yeah. Do you want to like you're, you're like saying yes to everything? So. AKA is coming with some music soon. I mean, I'm excited for that. He should be on the show in the next couple of weeks. Um, shout out to AKA. Uh, who else in SA am I? Yo, DJ DJ Maforisa played something on on a battle recently, and it's crazy. You should hear it. Um, I'll send you the link right now. It's it's uh it's a song I think with Wizkid and Burner Boy. And it's not, and it sounded crazy. He played it in one of these live battles. I'm forwarding it to you right now. I'm plugging it to you, fam. I'm gonna plug it to the fam as well. I was at um when I was at Homeboys. Uh yeah, like any everybody, everybody could tell you. I mean, Jinx, Jinx plug pretty much everybody. You know, if if you are making if you are making some dope hip hop, and I and I came and it came across me, then I I I I, I definitely offer you the platform. And shout out to Ruby as well. Uh, who, who works who works well who, with, with a lot of these um, underground hip hop acts and uh, she's put me on to to a couple of dope people and uh, you know so at homeboys I definitely did my thing as far as trying to elevate the game with, with hip hop even with the the trap lab um, uh, whatever I was doing with trap lab which is pretty cool you know a lot of people got a platform so now I'm a sellout, man. I'm only playing hit music at Kiss FM. All right. <laughs> and um, that's it. Kenya to the world. Kenya to the world. This has been a pleasure, a real pleasure. No, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you being a strong supporter of, of podcasting. I'm still trying to figure out my own podcast situation. You know, I started one with a childhood friend of mine, Unpopular Opinion. No, no. Even before that, you know, I had one. I had one called Unpopular oh, Opinion I... with a childhood friend of mine, and oh. we did a couple episodes. But you know, he wasn't really committed to it a hundred percent. And so the opportunity to do a podcast with Blaze came along. You know, we did that for for one season. Uh, you know, we. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was dope, man. That was that was dope. But that. you know, the the long term long term vision wasn't aligned. 
and so you know so but at least there's that one season you could always check out and uh so now now i'm trying to figure out what i'm gonna do next in in podcasting but i'm i'm definitely looking forward to to it whatever it is we're looking forward to whatever next endeavor you have working hard uh for the ep to be ready by august okay so you guys heard it here tnt should be dropping sometime in august hopefully Mm -hmm. you know corona is done and you can have some shows by the end of the year and all of that good stuff so yeah it's definitely been a pleasure we're going to be looking forward to these Mm -hmm. um kiss interviews um yeah like i'm just looking forward to what you do for the game the culture continue continue to to you know to use your platform for for the good of the game always Hey man, Wait, yeah, sure. And thank you. Um, hopefully we can do this again. And um, no problem, no and, problem. Uh, I can't wait to hear what else is up. I'll you too. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Your niggas fly the posters. Up in the club like I ain't got no manners. The way I be standing on sofas. Look at my neck and it's frozen. Turn on my wrist and it's golden. I'm off for being and I'm rolling with 24 bitches. I hardly know them. I'm killing shit at the moment. Won't even leave a condolence. I feel it.